1: blog talk radio firefly willows live presents our live on-air call-in show we're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings do you have a concern or is there a situation you'd like guidance with get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L.I.V.E., helping you find and shine your inner light.
2: I was born with my back to the stars. Turn me over. I'd like to see. Here comes the morning to end our dream. Turn me over i'd like to see i was born with my back to the stars please see that they tell my truth please see that they tell my truth
0: And welcome to the show. Thanks everybody for listening today. Uh, th- as you heard there, this is Firefly Willows Live, our monthly call-in show where you have the chance to call in and receive a reading live here on the air from various hosts of Firefly Willows as well as oftentimes special guests. Uh, my name is Hi and I will be here offering you readings today. And I am host of Revolution, which airs on the second Sundays of each month, as well as the Amethyst Oracle, which airs on the second Tuesday of each month, which I co-host with Charlie Harrington. Uh, You can always find out about Firefly Willows Live and our schedule either here on Blog Talk Radio or feel free to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash fireflywillows. And you can always be kept up to date there on our events, on our shows, and also engage in conversation and let us know what you're thinking and any feedback you have. You can also get in touch with me uh, personally if you decide that you might like to expand on your reading or do a a more in-depth reading or session with me. I offer Tarot uh, readings, Tarot coaching, as well as consultations for ritual creation and magic. And you can find me at Tarot by high C dot net, or on Facebook. You can find me at facebook.com slash tarothighc. All of that's very easy, don't you think? Um, and of course, you're welcome to always email me high C at tarot by high C dot net as well. So, hopefully you have some questions or some guidance that you are seeking today that we can offer you and you can always Skype in from the show page by just clicking the little Skype button above the player or you can call 646 Seven one six five five one zero, And either one of those will allow you to get into the queue in order to show that you are waiting for a reading, and we will get to you um, as we go down the line. So having said that, I think that we will go ahead and move to our first caller. And I would just let you know that I will Uh, call you out by your area code so just listen for me asking for a caller from whatever area code you are and that will be your indication that you're going to be brought right onto the air live so let's go to our first caller who is calling from area code 858 are you there caller from area code hello how are you
3: hello I see I'm good good and how are you
0: I am good. So, can you uh, tell us your name and where you're calling from?
3: My name is Anne. I'm calling from California.
0: All right. And what is it that we can look at for you today?
3: Well, I would like to see what do you see for me in the love department, I mean relationships. (laughs) And how many months ahead can you see in your cards?
0: Are you asking about a specific relationship or just your love life and relationship Mm. life in general?
3: In general, I don't okay. have a specific relationship at this time. All right. And how many months and a half do your parts usually show? Well,
0: it depends if we specify a time frame or not, but usually when we ask a question kind of generally like this, then mm-hmm. I, I will look both short-term and long-term, which may indicate particular timing, but it's usually better to just pay attention to the next few months. The farther we look out, the more, uh, the more variables there are that can affect how things turn out. So the shorter the time period that we look at, the more we have an ability to be proactively involved in creating what we want or affecting what is happening. Mm. I see. Um, So, I mean, if somebody was asking specifically about a time period, we could look at that. But uh, for this kind of a question, usually I'll have a short-term and a long-term just to get a sense of what the next one to three months looks like and then what the more long-term big-picture outlook looks like. Okay. So, based on the cards, well, well, first of all, tell me what the day and month of your birthday is
3: may thirty first i'm gemini may
0: may thirty first
3: yeah i am gemini uh, okay mm-hmm. so
0: so i i ask that because I calculate a year number and a year card yeah may um,
3: 31st. And, right.
0: So it goes from, and when I say year, it goes from birthday to birthday. So for you, from May 31st to May 31st, and this shows us what the overall energy lesson theme focus is for the month, uh, for the month, for the year. Um, so on May 31st, you entered into a seven year, and seven, uh, seven is a number of commitment, but what that means is it's a year where we're really asked to look at how and where are we committing our energy? Are we committing it towards things that we really want? Are we committing it to things that we have just kind of fallen into the habit of putting it towards? Because it can also be that we commit energy in it to things that we're just used to, whether it's how we use are used to doing things or how where we're used to going to find things and that kind of thing. So... What this year is going to ask you is to look at how have you committed yourself to, if we just take the question you're asking about, how have you committed yourself to looking for, finding, and approaching relationships, And is the way that you commit your energy towards that successful or bringing what you want? And if not, then we need to find a different way to commit your energy. So if somebody has always committed their energy, let's say, to finding Potential relationship partners by being online, you know, through online websites and that kind of thing. If they haven't been having a very successful uh, uh, development of relationships by doing that, then this is the year where we have to say, okay, then maybe I need to commit my energy elsewhere rather than committing or recommitting to the websites that I use or the approach that I use for looking for things. So if this was a year where we were thinking of, renewing a a membership on a website, then this may be the year to say, maybe I don't want to commit my resources to that and I need to commit my resources to something else because that hasn't been giving me what I've been looking for relationship-wise. So this is a year to really think about how and where you've committed your energy towards finding and developing relationships. And if places have been working for you, great, then continue committing there because it's kind of like a year of recommitment as well. If it hasn't been working, then we need to find some place or some way else to commit your energy towards finding relationship. Seven corresponds traditionally to what's called the chariot card and that is a card that often represents speed, it represents movement, it represents travel, and that can indicate this is a year where things can develop quickly. Um, It can also indicate that you may go in and out of things quickly. So it may not be the most likely year for finding a a serious, committed, long-term relationship. What you may find is that you may move through relationships more quickly, but there's a certain satisfaction. Think of, like, the satisfaction of being in a car that that is, you know, speeding at a really fast um, uh, pace. So there's that adrenaline rush. There's that kind of excitement. I mean, yeah, there might be a bit of a fear there. It's like, oh, we're going to crash. But... there's still that kind of rush that we get by being in that kind of a situation. And that's what we can anticipate during this year is finding ourselves in situations where we get kind of that rush. But sometimes that means that they burn fast and they burn bright, but they also may then burn out quickly. And burnout doesn't mean that it was bad. It just means it kind of moves through our lives quickly. So I wouldn't put a lot of Focus or attention this year on trying to find the one or trying to um, necessarily establish serious long lasting relationships versus having a little bit more fun and kind of being more spontaneous and just kind of
3: okay hi ways, I'm sorry maybe I should ask more specific question actually, there is a person that I came in, I known him I met him last year a couple of times and we communicated. Um Just recently, so he wanted to be friends, and he helped me with certain things, so either him or someone else will will be coming into my life. I really like to have a relationship um, you know not not just friendship maybe maybe i didn 't ask my question more specifically before. <laughs> he has dark eyes and dark hair uh he 's kind of not tall he's kind of short and he helped so, me recently again and I just I don't know why he is helping me and he, he doesn't ask me out he didn't ask me out and he didn't want to see me
0: um, well uh, 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 So let me lay out cards specifically for that then so that we're looking at that more in particular. Um, But but I will say with the travel, with the chariot card, because it's a card of travel, you may have uh, – there may be particularly opportune uh, meetings. And encounters with people that are related to travel. So if you're traveling during this year, it's really a good year for you to travel too. If you're traveling during this year, really pay Mm -hmm. attention to who you meet because people and and information we come across while we're traveling can end up being something um, particularly significant. And also pay attention to people that you meet who are traveling. So if you're in some place but you meet somebody, say, that's traveling for business from New York or whatever, then also pay attention to that because travel is also often a very key component during this year for you um, that can have you cross paths with someone or information about something that can be very beneficial or relevant to what it is that you're trying to um, seek out. Um, And in terms of, this particular person you know i think the the cards that come up indicate the reason he hasn't like asked you out is because there isn't necessarily a romantic interest there um like you said it's a friendship and you know the ten of pentacles comes up for him and that's a sense that He really wants to just do what he can for you. It's like he wants to go and be, it's almost like he wants to go above and beyond to offer what he has to offer that can help you in some way. But it's not with the intention or it's not with some other idea around maybe this will lead to something else. It's just because he has something to offer and wants to offer it.
3: So in other words, he is not interested in me romantically. He just wants to help, right?
0: Right. So and so there we can come back to that idea about commitment. So don't don't commit a lot of your energy, time and focus towards trying to wait for or develop a romantic relationship with this person. Instead, commit to accepting the the friendship and the help that he has to offer, but commit your attention and energy towards looking for another relationship um elsewhere so that you're not missing other opportunities because you keep looking for or waiting for something with this particular person
3: no no i'm not waiting do you see that there is anyone else that is that will be coming into my life with a romantic relationship either person that i know already not this one but another one or someone new because you know these people kind of circulate around me and um uh, someone old we just broke off with him months ago someone that I've known and actually we broke off in emails
0: Um, so well so all of the cards that have come up would indicate that it's not about going backwards it's not about somebody old or somebody from the past Um, one the Uh chariot card is all about movement forward so this is a year to really focus forward and move towards um, new things Rather than looking in the rearview mirror and trying to re-see or recapture something from the past, it's time that we move away from what has been and move towards something new. But that also means when we commit to doing that, we will start seeing new opportunities arising. So new relationship possibilities will start to come about once we have committed to leaving the past behind, not looking backwards and just looking forward to the new rather than the old. Um, there is uh, a lot of the indication that has come up probably indicates that it will end up being more towards the winter time, um, towards the end of the year because um, well, there's different indications, but Capricorn, so December twentieth to January twentieth. So that right at the end of the year, beginning of of next year seems to be a very key time for when something may be developing or coming into your life of a more significant relationship nature. It doesn't mean you won't have dates or you won't meet other people between now and then. It just means between now and then you may find you kind of move through things more quickly or that you just kind of have fun with people. But by the end of the year, um, and you may also pay attention if you meet a Capricorn because meeting somebody who is a Capricorn may also... Um, uh, be a, an indication that that's somebody to look at more seriously for developing relationship with. Um, so this so,
3: person that will ha- will be a significant relationship, it's not someone from my past, it will be a new person, right? Because I still had hopes that we will reconnect with this person and we'll have things like, you know, not, not finished that, a month ago, but we broke up and I thought that was the right thing to do at that moment, and we did have a relationship in the past.
0: Yes, but, but everything that's been coming up says that it's not about focusing on people or relationships mm-hmm. from the past. It's time to start focusing and moving forward. And when you mm-hmm. fully do that, then you'll probably find that new opportunities and new relationship possibilities begin to develop and appear very quickly. But it's but you have to make the clean break of the past and say okay I'm I'm done with the past I'm not going to wait hope or put energy towards trying to recapture that in some way instead I'm going to focus all of my energy towards moving forward and finding new relationships and as a result that will it's kind of like a spark that that sets off um, a flame it'll kind of set in motion and generate this energy towards Quickly developing new things because it's kind of like we're telling the universe, "I'm now ready to move on. I'm now ready to move forward, and I'm putting all of my attention and energy towards doing that." And then the universe says, "Okay, then here we go, 150 miles an hour, boom." <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
3: I see. So there is no no hopes for anyone that I know already because I really, I meet, I met nice people in the past, really quality, good people and. It's hard oh, but, but to, do, to say no to, to these people and just look for someone else. Well, yes, but, but
0: don't assume that you've exhausted the pool of quality people.
2: <laughs>
0: there, there will be quality people as you move forward. And again, see, I think that if you can, once you decide to just move forward and move on, again, I would go to the speed of the chariot year, you're going to find okay. that things happen fairly quickly. So you won't be waiting around for very long for new possibilities and new opportunities. Think of it like right now you're spinning your wheels by continuing to look backwards. And maybe I need to just sit here at the rest stop for a minute before continuing onward. Because what if they catch up and they come to this rest stop and now we can start moving forward together again? And this is like just get back on the road and get moving forward. Because there's something waiting for you and you'll get there very quickly once you do that. Understand, and think and and so I think crazy. the time period. I think the time period is probably the most significantly around the 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 winter around the end of this year, beginning of next year. Um, both pay attention to the p- time period of Capricorn, um, w- and then also pay attention if you happen to meet people that are Capricorns.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, I will. Thank you again. Have a nice day.
0: All right, you too.
3: Appreciate your reading. It was very good. Thank you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thank
0: you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. So our thanks to Anne for calling in um, for that. And let's move on to the next person who is waiting in the queue. This is going to be someone calling from area code 650. Are you there calling? Hello. What's your name and where are you calling from?
2: from?
4: Oh, calling from Mountain View, California.
0: Oh, all right. Well, welcome. So what is it that we can look at for a reading for you today?
4: Well, I'm kind of like Anne. I wanted to see what insight you can provide in regards to my love life.
0: Now, let's make sure that we clarify as we had to do with Anne. Is this about a particular relationship or person, or is this about just looking at the general energy and, and situation around your love life and where that's going?
4: Okay, let's start with a particular person um, that I've known. um, She would invite you to provide regarding him. um, And then anything else after that. And just kind of let it go where where your cards take.
0: Okay. And what's the month and day of your birth?
2: 9.30.62.
0: 9.30. So, as you heard previously, hopefully, I use that to calculate a year number and a year card. So, and that means from September to September. So the one that you're in right now is, let's
2: see.
0: So you're in a nine year and nine is a number of completion, closure. (laughs) So, you know, There may be an indication even of what we're asking about with this particular person um, Mm -hmm. that if, if one, it says, if things have come to completion or closure, then we need to honor and accept that Mm -hmm. and allow that to happen. Now, that can mean a couple of things. It can mean if there's been a sense of, you know, total completion and closure, we need to not try to unravel the knot that has been tied to finish that off. If there is a sense of this phase of a relationship has come to an end and either it has to go to the next phase or the next level if it is able to continue growing or even to continue at all, then it's also time to bring that phase to completion and closure as well and start preparing to move forward into the next phase or the next level rather than trying to just keep it as it is. Um, Nine is also a number of patterns. So and like our patterns, our habits, the cycles. And it's a year where we're really called to look at what patterns do I, ha- do I fall into? What patterns do I recognize? Like let's say in our love life, what patterns have I been able to see in, in my relationship life? And when we are able to see the patterns and what seems to either not be working or that we don't want to repeat again, or that we seem to fall into over and over again, this is the year where we're asked to really say, okay, then it's time for me to actively do something to start changing that pattern or habit, rather than to unconsciously allow myself to keep falling back into it. So if this relationship you're asking about falls into a pattern, or you're able to recognize how it seems to be repeating a pattern of previous relationship situations, then it's probably calling attention to the fact that something has to be different or we have to act differently than we have previously so that we don't keep repeating this over and over again.
4: This one's different. It's so different. That's why I'm asking. It's
0: so <laughs> different. Well, that's good. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but you also have to look at whether it. Is different so that it comes in to say, see, things can be different, but it doesn't have to necessarily be the one forever. It's just the one that came along in order to show us that we can change the pattern. Possibilities there.
5: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. So when I pulled cards specifically for that relationship, it, uh, so the card that came up for you is the moon card reversed, which just means it came up upside down. Mm -hmm. And when that card comes up reversed, it can indicate that, uh, I guess an easy phrase would be, what you see is what you get. So it's like things have come out of the shadows or light is starting to be shown on something so that we're seeing it for what it is. And we have to be willing to start looking at it in that way and accepting it for what it is rather than, because the moon can be about deception And sometimes that means that we can keep deceiving ourselves because we keep trying to pretend or create an illusion that maybe there's something else there. Maybe there's something else going on. Maybe if I just wait longer, something else will reveal itself. And the reversal of the moon card says, there's nothing else there to reveal. So start operating from what you're seeing rather than assuming, waiting for, or hoping that there's something else you're not seeing that might change the situation to the way that you would prefer it to be.
6: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and the card for the other person is the death card and that can indicate that either they have come to terms and acceptance with something having come to an end uh, or that they don't necessarily see that there's any more life left in something just meaning there's nowhere left for this to go or left for this to grow which is why we may need to accept the closure and completion aspect Um, Mm -hmm. and the relationship is the the card that came up for the relationship is the five of pentacles reversed. Now five of pentacles, one of the things that often indicates is codependency and the reversal says it's time for us to recognize the codependent nature of this relationship and change it or move away from it rather than continuing to allow ourselves to be enmeshed and entangled in it. Um, so, this may not be the healthiest relationship for you to be in. And it may be time to just recognize that, yes, it has been different, but sometimes when that happens, the codependency can come because we think, oh, this person, this relationship is so different than everything else I've experienced. This must be the perfect person in the perfect relationship. But that becomes codependency because then we kind of attach ourselves to that person in that relationship, thinking this is going to be the answer to changing everything for me (laughs) relationship-wise. And that isn't exactly the healthiest way to enter into or hold on to a relationship. So (laughs) this indication of cards seems to say that part of that completion and closure of this year is this relationship falls into that. But I think that what you've indicated is it also is something that has helped you to see that the pattern or the cycle of relationships can be different. And hopefully, this will be a catalyst for you to recognize, how did I find this kind of a different relationship? What was different about it that shows me relationships can be different than what I seemed to be experiencing previously? And how can I apply those lessons and that insight to finding and operating in future relationships rather than trying to make this relationship the one that is the end-all, be-all for that? Right. So... Then, if we expand out just to look more generally at your love life overall, to see, well, then where do we go from there? Because if this is about closure, then (laughs) let's hope that that doesn't mean the end.
2: Um,
0: Well, I think part of the theme comes back up because it's trying to get you, the Seven of Swords comes up first as well as the Queen of Cups reverse. And so... Those two cards really are saying we have to not try to trick or deceive ourselves into believing or thinking something when the evidence and the reality shows us something different. Um, and The nice thing is that the long term card, the ultimate outlook is the the star card. So it shows okay. us that your your ultimate hope or wish for what what you want in terms of relationship is waiting for you. It, it, you're moving towards it or it's out there. Um, but it's in the long term and it, the star card is kind of like, you know, like a ship uses the stars to stay on course when it's on the sea. So mm-hmm. the star card says but we have to pay attention to the sign and we have to go in the direction the universe is pointing us because it will point us in the direction where relationship lies for us. It's not Uh going to give us the roadmap. We still have to find our way. But we also have to be willing to go in the direction it's showing us, even if it feels uncomfortable or if we're like, well, why is it pointing that direction? Because that seems weird. I would rather go this direction. That'll get us into trouble. So it is waiting for us if we're just willing to pay attention to the signs and go the direction the universe says, look, what you're looking for, what you're hoping for is out here in this direction. So I'm giving you the idea of what course to set. Now, set it, versus trying to find set your own course and think, but I know better. I'm sure relationship lies over here, rather than where the universe is telling me. Um, And next to that is the nine of swords reversed. So one thing that says is it's not as bad as you think. And (laughs) to to, to calm down and to stop overthinking things, stop Uh overanalyzing, and to just... Like the star card asks us to just have faith and to just trust a little bit rather than to think we have to figure it out and have a plan and know um, exactly, you know, in some ways this is saying to stop reading, you know, books and things on how you're supposed to find relationship and how relationships are supposed to go. Because overthinking can also mean over, in some ways it's over informing ourselves because it just means we're staying in our head too much. And we're okay. trying to look, what are the rules? How, you know, what's the plan? How, what are the steps that everybody says this is how it's supposed to work so I can make sure I'm doing it the right way? And this is asking you to put a little more faith and trust in the universe and, and also into your own intuition so that you chart your own course and find your own way for making it work rather than it having to work according to how other people say it's supposed to work or what is supposed to be right in terms of relationship. Um the, the star card equates to Aquarius. So that would tell me that there may be a significant relationship uh, opportunity or something happening significantly around a relationship in terms of long-term relationship like you're wanting um, around Aquarius' time frame. Now, that's not until next January 20th to February 20th. So you have a little bit of time. Um, part of that may be because On your birthday, you'll change numbers and change years, and you will move into, well, let me make sure, because sometimes when it's a zero thing, it it changes. So, it was September 30th, Uh which is 39, (laughs) here, I'm doing math in my head, sorry, Um, and 39 and 14 uh, is 53, so yeah, so... After your birthday, you go into a 10-year. Ten, 10 is a number of change and transition. This is when we can either start to see the results of changes we have started making in ourselves or in our lives. can also be when it's the better time to start changing or setting change in motion, So, as well as when we will see change happening, oftentimes at a faster pace because it's like a wheel that starts spinning. So I would, one, anticipate that, This is the year to focus on completion and closure, recognizing patterns that need to come to an end that no longer serve you in some way or are um, hindering your ability to bring about what you want in your life. Then in the coming year, you will be able to make the changes or see results from those changes much more readily. Um, So, that, I think, also corresponds to this Aquarius time frame because it says you'll kind of be in the middle of your 10-year, your wheel year, your wheel of change. Plus a wheel year, which is a 10-year, tends to be a a luckier year. Uh, And luck is on our side. We may find that um, our opportunities and things expand or or, are bigger um, or go beyond what they have previously been. So, I would I would pay more attention, I guess, put more energy towards uh, looking for or trying to change our relationship situation after your birthday and into that year, and I would particularly pay attention to the Aquarius time frame, so late January and February of next year, uh, as mm-hmm. well as like I said before with the previous person, also pay attention if you happen to um, meet someone who is an Aquarius uh, because right. that may also be what this indicates too. But um, either one of those things could be particularly significant, but I, especially because the star card is so much about getting what we hope and wish for. I always look to that to see, okay, then if that's indicating Aquarius, then there's the time frame for when this could be. Um, and so that I think, and so it gives you a little bit of time to deal with the current situation to have some time for whatever kind of change or transition that may entail for you, to process it, to heal, or whatever it is you need to do, and then to be prepared to more healthily uh, move into a new relationship situation because there has been a bit of time in between. And now by, say, February of next year, you will be in a a more ready place as long as you have put that time in between to good use. (laughs) Right,
4: right. Okay. Well, the thing that um, I have to say is um, the current relationship I know isn't over. That's the part I just can't seem to figure out. Um, there's parts of it that's been resolved, but then there's this one little piece that I can't identify that it's it just it's going to linger for a while. Do you think that's part of that process that I have to go through and, in accepting what it is?
0: Uh, is that what that y- saying? Y- yes. So so saying? Yes. So you're still trying to figure out what the last piece of the <laughs> your completion separation process is? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Exactly. Because it's like, <laughs> okay, it, everything says, okay, over. But then there's this little piece that keeps lingering. And this dialogue that keeps happening, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute, you know, black and (laughs) white, not rocket science. Um, But then this thing keeps lingering, even with me pushing back, you know, pushing away.
0: Uh, Well, part of it could be the codependency aspect, and that could be on the other person's part. That Like sometimes that five pentacles that came up, sometimes that's a card that represents misery loves company. And people will attach to other people because we think either they know exactly what I'm going through because they've also been miserable. (laughs) So we can be miserable (laughs) together and we can cry. We can cry in our martinis at the bar every night together because, you know, they get me, they know, but, What that ends up doing is it ends up being kind of circular reinforcing that doesn't help either person heal or move past versus just to stay in. So it's kind of like if we break up with somebody and we're like, you know, well, men are just scum. You know, I'm never okay. going to be happy. Every man is a pig. Nobody wants to commit, blah, 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 blah. If we go every <laughs> night out with our friends and all they do is they say, you know, you are so right. Men are just, you know, and all you do is you're you're bashing men. You're saying how horrible men are. That's never going to help us start to move beyond no. it. All it does is reinforce that way of feeling. And then that starts to become an impediment to actually finding another relationship. But then we blame men, of course, as to why we're not finding a relationship. We certainly aren't going to blame our friends that are crying with us in our martinis. So... <laughs> <laughs> so here in I this do situation, <laughs> I don't want to hear it
1: I don't believe it either it's, it's mutual yeah both sides have problems
0: so here it may be that this person keeps kind of holding on to or wanting to hold on to because they think you're like the only person that gets them or you know you, you've you been there with me in the misery and I want somebody in there with me in the misery even longer <laughs> Um, okay but but a lot of what we see with the moon card reversed with the seven of swords comes uh, the seven of swords can be concerning because the seven of swords can often indicate deception or lies or not being totally truthful or trying to get away with or manipulate uh, mm-hmm. somebody or a situation so i would also be concerned that this person may be emotionally manipulating you but is not being totally honest or truthful about everything and you also may be tending towards I'll overlook certain things or I'll let certain things slide or I'll make the justifications for them.
2: Oh, that's a good one.
0: And when you stop doing that, you will probably start hearing what they're saying differently, not as something that seems to be this unresolved point of perhaps there's still a little hope, but you will start to hear it as well, there's not resolution because this person keeps somehow being able to go in there and find that place where they can just tweak or manipulate or say what I want to hear. Right. And we start to see it for that rather than allowing it to be effective in being what we want to hear and then allowing ourselves to live in that illusion. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's so,
4: okay that- that's you know,
0: you know so, so, I mean, overall, it seems as if this wouldn't be the healthiest of relationships for you to continue in, even if it seems as if there's still a glimmer of hope. And I right. think it's probably here to help illustrate for you what a pattern or a habit or a tendency may be that you tend to fall into, maybe even who haven't even realized it in the past, so that you can start to recognize how you're allowing yourself to do that and start changing that within yourself which then means you will be far less prone to finding yourself being triggered into it in future relationships.
2: Right,
4: right. And I, I, I admit, true, it is true that it's a catalyst on a lot of levels. And, yeah, a lot of things that I didn't realize before have come to um, a head or come to the forefront. And I'm, like, looking at it going, whoa, missed that boat. Didn't think about that. <laughs> Um, right. and then just now it's just a case of this lingering thing that I keep thinking, I'm going to just have to cut this off at the pockets and call it a day. I'm the one who's going to have to do it. It's just, it's over It's right. over. Right. I'm pretty black and white that way anyway.
0: Cause but this cause one, like code- I said, it's
4: been very different.
0: And, and, and something you said there, it just made me think of somebody I was talking to last night, actually. And it's an interesting codependency kind of thing or just unhealthy kind of thing. It's, it's staying in something even when it's horrible or when we know it's not right for us or what we don't want. But we stay in it until we do something. It's kind of like self-sabotage. Nines, you can get into self-sabotage um, and self-fulfilling prophecy. And so it's it's staying in something so that we push it to the point where the other person breaks up with us so that we can always be the victim and we can always then after the fact, be able to go cry in our martinis with our friends and say, see, this person broke my heart because they broke up with me. Now, yeah, this, this story from last night was, this guy was saying he was pretty sure that his girlfriend was unhappy in their relationship many months prior. But they were on, then they went on vacation with friends to Nicaragua, and she ends up having sex with one of the other people in the group of friends, like in the room next to them on one night and then out in the woods another night. And then he caught them kissing. And that's kind of what set all of this off. But you see, she knew that it wasn't right for her and she wasn't happy in it, but she didn't want to be the one to break up. She needed to do something to the point where he would break up with her. But now she becomes the victim because the way she can always tell the story to other people is this person broke up with me.
2: So,
0: you know, (laughs) so so that's where that like seven of swords can come in and that reversed moon, because it can say part of the way we may deceive ourselves is we keep waiting until we can find something to make it the other person's fault. And what you said was maybe I just need to be the one to cut it off, to, to bring it to an end. And so the question would become, well, how come you keep waiting and how come that hasn't happened already?
4: Well, to be quite frank, I was being polite. Um, because I thought it was black and white and only in the last few months has it been the, the lingering thing and I'm not used to that. Usually it's over, it's over. And I'm thinking, Well, what's this mean? I don't get it. I thought we discussed well, it. But I just, thought it was resolved.
0: But just because that's what it, you're used to? doesn't mean yeah, that's how exactly. it's always going to be. That's and so this is calling to attention. When it's not the way you're used to, what pattern or habit or tendency do you go into? And this may not be a healthy way.
4: No, <laughs> no, that's that. what I'm thinking too. Exactly. So, so, you make
0: so this is check. teaching you. And it's teaching you to be more clear with yourself and to be more uh, forthright with somebody else to just kind of stand up, stand your ground, and say, this is what's going to happen. It's done. (laughs) You know, so you have to, maybe this is helping you to learn to be more like that, more aggressive in a sense, but it's not...
4: Yeah, boundary. Yeah. Okay.
0: And and a nine-year is a hermit year. So this is a year of aloneness, but it means we have to sometimes face our fear of the dark, which go into places or look at things within ourselves that we normally don't want to have to look at or deal with (laughs) because we're afraid of what might be there. But also, you not wanting to do this because you're used to it being very black and white. Sometimes when we shine a light into the darkness, the thing that we end up seeing isn't nearly as scary as we have created it to be by never looking at it. And what you may find is acting this way or bringing this to finality and and feeling as if you have to kind of almost be the bad guy in the situation by like, okay, I just have to say that this is done, that you will find that isn't nearly as bad or scary as you might have always thought it would be if you ever had to do that. But it was this thing in the darkness that had never happened, that you'd never actually seen or confronted directly before there. And so we create all of these things around it, like... (gasps) it's probably this boogeyman. Oh, it probably is, has 17 tentacles. Oh, it'll probably be poisonous, you know? And then all of a sudden we shine a light in there and it's like, okay, look, it's a little cockroach running away. Well, okay then. I guess I don't need to be so scared. Um, You know, so I think that what you may pleasantly find is that doing what you know needs to be done, even if that's different than how you've had to deal with things or things have gone before may not be nearly as scary or daunting or horrible as you have anticipated them being if you ever thought you were in that position to have to do it.
4: I hear you. And usually I embrace those things.
0: Well, you know, emotions, but emotions and love and everything, they can often wash over us and (laughs) keep us from acting in the best or most logical of ways, sometimes for the good. Oh, I know we said that too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but then how true. often did you, you how often did you say that? But then I would say, but you know, I tend to not be that way. But I've seen how other people can get washed away in the emotion, <laughs> and this is just yeah. well, maybe yeah. I have to recognize that I can also have that happen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> and
2: that's I will that I'm thinking right now. <laughs>
0: And I will say, okay. so the, the hermit card corresponds for the deck that I use corresponds to the Egyptian god, Jehudi, or Thoth. And he's the god that gave us writing and language. So this is a big year of communication. So one of the things it's asking you to look at this year is, what is my style and mode of communication? Now, that can mean, how do I communicate to other people and to the world? Also, how do I listen? How do I take information in? And am I doing that selectively? Am I taking that information in but then trying to adapt it to the script I want to hear rather than actually hearing what's being said or, you know, that kind of thing? But it also says I have to really pay attention to what message I am communicating to the world and is what the world is experiencing or hearing from me a true reflection of the message I want and who I am. And if it's not, then this is the year where we really need to change the message or hone the message or whatever needs to be done. Right. Similarly, it also says, how am I taking that information in? How am I allowing the world to communicate to me? And do I also need to shift or change that? Do I need to be more open and receptive? Do I need to be less selective in what I'm willing to hear? Do I need to stop hearing something and then finding 17 other ways to say it or justify it rather than just looking at the reality or truth of what was said initially? and not making it so complicated and convoluted.
4: Yeah, that's me. I think too much, and uh, I do make it convoluted.
0: Yeah, and and thinking too much usually is, is the downfall to self-sabotage or self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> um,
2: yeah.
0: Because imagine if you had followed your old way that things have happened when this current relationship seems to be over and done and you said okay then it's done and you brought completion and closure to it and it was done done now how long ago would that have been and how much grief at this point would you have saved yourself because sometimes we have to cut off communication with someone in order for us to accept the reality of something rather than well, if we, yeah if if you,
4: that's what made this one different because usually I do I cut it off it's over yeah. you know because that's the way I work I work better when you cut it off you move on and then maybe if fate brings it on, you meet up later on, but you know you're in a different place. I have to get right. to that different place.
0: Right. So but I'm you, not
4: one that can have that long, ongoing relationship with someone. Right. I and cut
2: and, it and off. Here,
0: here you broke your pattern that you know is healthy and that works for you. Yeah. And what it's illustrated is, okay, the way I normally have handled things has actually served me much better. That may yeah. be a healthier way for me to deal with these things even as I move forward into the future, therefore I need to look at this was an opportunity for me to try a different pattern or a different way, but I see that a different way doesn't work right for me. That's, and that's exactly okay. what
4: I got from this. <laughs> you
5: yeah. So stick to my gun. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and 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 you know, you need to be willing to say that's okay. I'm not being the bad guy. I'm not, you know, getting in the way of my own growth and evolution <laughs> or something like that, because. We do have healthy patterns, and there are things that we do that serve us well. And we can't just – we don't want to change just for the sake of change when it doesn't really bring about the kind of results or the, the healthy aspects that we have seen our way of doing things has done before.
4: Yeah. Nope, you made perfect sense. This is a great reading. Thank you. Very insightful. Very insightful. You're welcome.
0: And, and, and again, the star card is very hopeful and I think that if you keep that in mind that if you can deal with this you give yourself a few months to process, heal, etc you know come to whatever insights you need from whatever happened probably around that Aquarius time frame end of January and end of February you'll both be ready and you will probably find that there is opportunities that arise that will represent what you've been hoping for or wishing for okay so that's what I'm going to do
4: because that's the right thing to do. That's what works for me. Absolutely. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you again. You're
0: more than welcome. Thanks for calling in and have a great day.
4: You too. Bye-bye.
0: All right. Bye-bye. All right. So I think we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I will be going to someone calling from area code 989. So if you're waiting in the queue, calling from area code 989. Be prepared because when we come back from the break, you will be the next caller.
1: Butterfly Willows LIVE. We're working hard to be your trusted source for fun and lightning and heart-centered information and community. And we're passionate about the art of transformative media, the new leading edge of communication in our highly connected, media-rich world. If you're passionate about facilitating change and you have gifts or ideas you'd like to share, come join us. Host a show or be a guest or connect us to an amazing speaker or teacher whose message is too good to miss. There's always room for courageous, knowledgeable changemakers, inspired artists, and new ideas. Let us know you're interested. Send an email to info at fireflywillows.com. We're Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light.
0: And we're back. My name is Hi I am here offering you the chance to call in and get a reading live on the air during the show today. I host a couple of other shows here on Firefly Willows Live, Revolution on the second Sundays, and the Amethyst Historical on the second Tuesdays. Um, I will remind you that on both of those shows, the last segment of each of those shows also offers you the opportunity to call in for a reading, and the fourth Sunday of every month we also have a call-in show that is all call-in that we offer Uh, and you're in luck because this month, June, is one of those months that has five uh, five Sundays, and so next Sunday will be another all-call-in show where you will have the chance to call in for readings as well. So if you feel like you need another reading all of a sudden or if you want to tell your friends and have them call in because you think they would benefit from a reading, then let them know that we will be here once again next Sunday. They can call in 10.30 a.m. Pacific time. If you do want to call in for a reading, you can Skype in from the show page, The Skype button is right above the the player there. Or you can call 646-716-5510. And you can get into the queue for a reading. So we will move on to our next caller. And our next caller is calling from area code 989. Are you there, caller from area code 989? Well, welcome. Hi. What's What's your name and where are you calling from?
7: My name is Chrissy from Michigan.
0: Welcome. Thanks for calling Thank in. And what is it that we could look at for you today?
7: Well, this is my first time ever calling in for for a question like this, but um, it seems pretty crazy. But my husband cannot find his keys. We were at a ball game yesterday, and we tore up the house all over. We have no clue where his keys are. And I feel foolish calling in for this, but it's just something that we just can't find. And I was hoping maybe he could help me out.
0: It's quite, there is no question that is too off limits or too weird.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
7: And
0: sometimes it's nice to get a question like this instead of, you know, the angst of...
2: My life is
0: falling apart. Um,
7: well, it is just driving us crazy just because we've <laughs> turned up everything and, and we just cannot find them. And my husband's really responsible, like, with his keys. I'm the one that always loses my keys. <laughs> and it's, uh, so I was hoping maybe, like, you would be able to help me out.
2: Okay.
0: So the first card that came up is the King of Cups reversed. Now, whenever a reversed card comes up, that to me generally indicates that, if, in this kind of a question, if we're looking for something, then either they are underneath something or something got turned over on them in some way. You know, it, like if we had something sitting on a counter and they were next to it and then it got turned on its side or whatever and now they're underneath it. Um, okay. Or, you know, they, it's like, or they could have been dropped and fallen underneath the seat of the car or they could have fallen underneath the car itself or something like that. So the reversal would indicate that would be one of the primary things that we want to consider is underneath something. Um, Okay. And now cups generally relates to water um, or anything that is a container that holds something. Cause think of well, they of were drinking water.
2: last night.
0: Well. <laughs>
7: <laughs> so that's why we, yeah, so it's just like, well, they could be anywhere.
0: <laughs> that is in a drunken stupor. Um, right. So, so again, they either could have, I mean, even King of Cups reverse could indicate, like, they got dropped into something that has liquid or something in it. You know, it would be like dropping it into a glass of beer and the keys are down at uh-huh. the bottom of the glass of beer. Um, so, And the fact that this is cups and they were drinking also shows my – this would probably indicate that they were lost somewhere in or around the vicinity of wherever the drinking was going on. Um, okay. So, so they probably weren't lost coming home or, or at home. It probably was prior to that, and so it would need to go back to wherever that was taking place. Um, were they at a, a, a place doing that, or were they like – tailgating for a party uh, for a party for a game or something
7: well um they were drinking at the house and then i drove to the ball game and then they were drinking at the ball game and then they came home they were drinking at home and then this morning they couldn't he couldn't find them
0: okay now do we need to talk about this drinking problem (laughs) (laughs)
7: <laughs> whatever um, you see, please let me know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, King, King of Cups reversed can actually indicate somebody who has a, a bit of a, a, perhaps needs to look at their overindulgences with things a bit. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: But but I would particularly focus on any of the places specifically where the drinking was going on and the areas where that was, so like if it's your house, whatever the rooms were that it was going on. Um, if there were coolers or if there is a recycling bin where the bottles and things got put or something like that, I would also check inside of those um, because, again, it's either, you know, it's like underneath something, so like this in the recycling bin, it's like somebody dropped them into there when they were putting the bottles in there and now the keys are down underneath the bottles and things in the recycling bin. Um, but it, it's it's very specifically related to when and where the drinking was going on. So those are the places I would very particularly focus on. Okay. And the fact that it's a king. And then I also pulled another card, which was the Knight of Swords reversed. Now both of those things: King of Cups reversed, we're overindulging. Knight of Swords reversed, we're not in our right mind. Um, we're not thinking clearly.
2: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> uh huh. Was Was there somebody younger? as part of the group that was indulging, let us say
7: there was a young, um, he's younger in age. Yes. I yeah. you know of age, but younger than the people drinking. Yes.
0: Oh yeah. Well, well I wasn't worried about this. <laughs> the okay.
7: yeah.
0: Um, I just meant younger than your husband. Um, So the knight of swords, because the knight tends to represent the adolescent, but that can just mean someone younger because kings represent the older. So it it also would probably indicate that that younger person somehow had contact with the keys and did something with them. Now, they may not remember either because they were drinking, (laughs) you know. um, Right. But. But it, I, I would also either they accidentally pick them up and put them in their pocket, so they have the keys with them, thinking that they were their own keys when they first, you know, picked them up, not thinking that's too clearly. That's what I was
7: thinking. That's what I was thinking the whole time because he was the one that was out of his mind the whole time, you know. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, um. But like my husband contacted him. He's like, oh no, I don't have them. I'm just like, he probably put them down somewhere, not realizing you know You're
0: right. Uh, yeah. He he probably just assumes he doesn't have them because he couldn't see them right there wherever he looked when he was on the phone. Um, but they're probably either underneath something like underneath clothes or underneath the seat or uh, there's some place probably that he isn't looking or that he wouldn't think to look. I, I would try to, like, go over to where he is and, you know, look in the car and look underneath things um, as well because he... It seems as if he played a very direct role in what happened to the keys.
7: See, that's what my gut was telling me.
0: Well, yeah. we need you to um, trust your gut more. Right. Did, did did your gut at one point in the middle of all of this happen to say, okay, maybe they need to cut off the drinking at this
2: point? <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe but, we should listen yeah, to that gut too. <laughs>
7: Yeah, like me, like when I'm not, like a drinker, you know, and I'm like the responsible one make sure everybody gets home. And I think things got a little out of hand last night. And um, my gut tells me that this person has or knows, right, that he had done something with him, not knowingly what he had done, but um, out of his mind, not realizing.
0: Right. So either he set them down someplace and now they're underneath something wherever you guys were all together at different points, or he ended up picking them up and he has them with him, but they're underneath something or he dropped them under something and just doesn't realize that he had them um, and dropped them someplace. Um, But if you can, I would say at least to try to go over there and, you know, look in the car, look underneath things, or if he had a cooler or something, or if there's if yeah, <laughs> no. he continued drinking and had more bottles, look in his recycling bin um you know so but those are the kind of places that these cards would indicate would be most likely where they have ended up
2: okay they weren't
0: you know what, one thing that this isn't indicating is that they weren't like stolen
7: <laughs> right, or right. Now, more, like, well, they like were dropped found.
0: Like, will, like, they be found? Well, you know, I, that's what I was thinking when I was saying that they weren't stolen or whatever. But I did pull a card and the Five of Swords came up, and that could indicate that oftentimes the Five of Swords says we need to divorce or walk away uh, uh, from something, which may indicate that we may not find them. We have to just kind of walk away and move on and start dealing with replacing the keys rather than putting so much effort into trying to find the keys.
7: Right, yeah. You know, because and I had spoke with my husband about walking away from this individual that can't handle, you know, well, certain that, things.
0: Well, yes, that would also be very five of swords because that would be kind of the divorce. Like maybe we need to divorce ourselves from the person as well who was part of the situation okay. that created this in the first place. And hopefully the hassle, the the worry, the, you know, challenge of what this has created will be something that helps him to see the the benefit in doing that
7: awesome wow so Alrighty. and part
0: of the part of the walking away in terms of not finding them maybe because they ended up under something but then like if they were in a recycling bin the recycling gets put out and we never knew no or found that they were in there before the recycling got taken away or they were underneath a, a pile of clothes and that pile of clothes got picked up and you know, washed and everything, and the keys just kind of went away. So I, there there may be a need to just walk away from trying to find the keys. I mean, I, it won't hurt to look, um, especially right. if you can think of yeah, anything like in expensive particular. Yeah, they're
2: car keys.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It's like $200 or $300. A. Yeah. They're like two or $300 yeah. for the little fob thing. But, but see, that's a good expensive lesson for your husband to recognize that maybe hanging around that person isn't really worth it.
7: <laughs> Wait, can you say that again?
0: Oh, I just said, maybe that's a a good and expensive lesson for your husband to realize that hanging around with that other person isn't really worth it.
7: Thank you. Like what I had to put (laughs) you on speaker. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um,
7: Yeah, just, um, you know, like what I hate for things like this to happen, but it's just, you know, like what I think that we always try to help people out too much and then things get out of hand and... um, now, like, you know, like, yeah, that it's foolish that their key's missing, but like, their keys to our house, to our car, you know, and not knowing who has them is kind of scary.
2: <laughs> right. Well,
0: there, there's, yeah, so I would go ahead and start focusing more on perhaps replacing them. Um, okay. If there's any place you haven't thought to look that specifically would go to, like, underneath something, especially anything water or liquid-related or where that, the bottles may have been and that kind of thing, if you haven't looked in some of those places that come to mind, then I would also look there, as well as the other person checking their car and being a little more thorough in looking for them than they probably were when they were on the phone, just You're kind okay. of glancing around saying, well, I don't see them here. No, nope. uh, Okay. <laughs> Um, because I I have a feeling they're buried under something that somebody is not thinking about or paying attention to. But by the time they're found, you know, you don't want to spend weeks looking for them and not have a key.
7: (laughs) Right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for being willing to ask a question like that. It's nice to have a question.
7: Like I thought that it was silly, you know, but, hey, you know, like it's something that we've been spending all day trying to figure out and right. you know well
0: and also what so. you see is that what you think is a silly question can also bring up some more important issues
7: right right like having to walk away right and that which listening to my gut pretty much yes yeah. and maybe well, from now for... on always
0: always instead of just having a designated driver having a designated key holder so yeah. that if you know people are going to be having a good time, then always make sure that somebody that is responsible is always going to make sure they have the keys before the good time starts so that we always know that they're taken care of.
7: That sounds great. Yeah. So. Well, I do appreciate your, uh, you like taking my call.
0: Oh, you are more than welcome. And enjoy the Thanks rest again. of the day. Sure.
7: All right, you too. Bye-bye. All right,
0: bye. Okay. Well, that was nice. We don't often get those kind of questions on this show. Um, but it's nice to be challenged a little bit to do something like that once in a while.
1: So let
0: us go on to our next caller. And our next caller is calling from Area Code 510. Are you there? Hello. Caller from- Hello.
5: Yes, I am.
0: What's your name and where are you calling from?
5: This is Kimmy calling from Alameda, California
0: well welcome to the show i believe we have heard the lovely trill of your voice on here before am i correct
5: yes you are
0: <laughs> well yes, thank you, you for joining us once again yeah is there something in particular you'd like us to look at for you
5: yes there is so um i have finally gone ahead and created my website And uh, I am launching myself as a hypnotherapist, life coach, and I'm not asking if I will be a success, but how, what action steps can I take to make this manifest?
0: So have you launched it or when are you planning to actually officially launch?
5: Oh, it's already up. And being promoted, yeah.
0: So one thing that I will say as I'm pulling the cards, I'm just going to speak astrologically for a moment. Um, For the next couple of weeks, I would actually encourage you to put less emphasis and energy on trying to get it out there versus um, stepping back and just... mm, reviewing and looking at okay what do I already have what you know it's it, this is a good reassessment reevaluation just kind of taking a step back to look at and review period um, okay. and one reason for that is because we're in a mercury retrograde that will be done on right. July 2nd um, and to after mid-July things really start to open up and the ability to expand and to grow and to move beyond the limitations or boundaries that we have felt perhaps constrained by or just always operated within starts to really, those start to really dissolve and we're able to really start to push outward. So I would put a lot of emphasis on thinking about and planning for doing that and then really starting to push outwards after mid-July. So you could say like, you know, August 1st is when I start my big ad campaign push or whatever it would be, but it's this idea of waiting until after that for the the big push to begin, to put a lot of energy into trying to go bigger and beyond where we've been so far. Um, And the cards that come up actually... So the four of wands comes up, and four of, four of wands, traditionally four of wands is a card of marriage, but we can think of it as the idea of participation, where more than one person comes together with a common vision or goal, and it's because we come together we're able to then create that vision. So it may indicate that what you need right now is some additional participation from others rather than you trying to do it all by yourself. Right. And that could, wands can often just be creative brainstorming. So it it could be about, because the four of wands would then lead to the five of wands. So it could be about just getting together with people to brainstorm ideas, people that have done something like this before to hear what kind of things they may have suggestions around, um, people that have nothing to do with the kind of work and the kind of thing you're doing so that there's this very different and fresh perspective on it rather than somebody that just sees it in one way or is used to seeing it in a certain way. Um, but just really engaging that kind of participation uh, and, and brainstorming. Um, so Because Four of Wands is kind of like marrying ideas together so that something else emerges. And there's that that kind of energy and that kind of excitement that can come when somebody brings a perspective or an idea in that we had never considered. And suddenly it sparks our own creative process and ideas about something. Um, so that's where I would focus. And four of wands is, wands is very summary. Four of wands is fourth week of summer. So I would do it through like the end of July um, to, to really kind of play with that and, and engage that process over the next few weeks um, that will lead to something coming out of it. Just like when we bring people together in marriage, theoretically, it uh-huh. leads to a child or something. Um, so something else will emerge from that process. Um and nine of wands, I'm uh, sorry, nine of swords reversed comes up after that, which means don't get in your own way. <laughs> don't overthink right, it. Right. Um and part of not overthinking it means just give yourself over to being creative, to not limiting the creative ideas and possibilities. So don't shut anything down just because oh, that would be great if I had five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, that would be great if I was in such and such industry. Oh, that would be great if I could draw. <laughs> you know, it's like don't shut any of it down versus just allow the, the playfulness of creativity and the stimulation of ideas come forth. Um, Hmm. because if we overanalyze or overthink or try to overplan it, we're actually going to get in our way and probably complicate it or slow it down from what it has the potential or ability to be able to take on. Um, And four of swords is reversed here. So, and four of swords, when it reverses, says that we don't want to postpone or put off. So this means start engaging this process now. Um, now, four of swords here reversed is appearing in the position of what's the biggest obstacle or challenge. And so the reversal there could be if we try to rush the process, which means I'm just going to go with what I already have planned or I'm already just going to stick with the ideas that I've already thought about and we're not willing to take a moment to, I would say Four of Swords is a card, let me sleep on it. We're not willing to take a little bit of time to process or just retreat a little bit from that. That will get in the way. So stepping back from trying to initiate or push the plan forward right now versus retreating a little bit into that space of creativity and brainstorming and all of that kind of thing, that retreat is going to pay off far more. And it's not for very long, but it's going to pay off far more than trying to just stay the course and keep Im- implementing what I'd already been thinking about doing and not taking the time right now to bring in outside perspective or ideas or thoughts or that kind of thing. Um, so, and the Page of Wands is here, which is really a card of playfulness but it also represents new bursts of creativity, new projects and that kind of thing. So it's really encouraging you to come back to beginner's mind or child's mind in the approach to it and just play and have fun with ideas and the creativity aspect of things, which is why I don't shut anything down or dismiss anything versus just play for right now without any limits as if there are no barriers, there are no, you know, limitations that we're operating within and then see what can come out of that rather than trying to start small and hope we can make it bigger versus start big, because we can always narrow that down, but at least it gives us a bigger vision and a bigger dream to work from. And you'll enjoy
2: Mm.
5: it. (laughs) So start, start big then and retreat.
0: Right. Yeah, allow yourself to have the big vision. It's just like when somebody says, you know, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? And if uh, a lot of times oh, yeah. what people will say, they be like, well, you know, based on the salary I make, I could probably afford a place in such and such. And it's like, yeah. no, I don't care about that. I just want to hear where you would live if nothing was a barrier. You know, if you in your wildest imagination, you know, where would you live and why? And that's what the kind of process we want to take here. In your wildest imagination, and not just yours, allow other people to bring their wild imaginations into the mix too. Um, We all want to get on the playground together and just say, okay, my wildest imaginations, what would I envision doing with this business, how to promote the business, how to bring awareness to the business, where would I take it into? Um, And and sometimes it's very surprising what can come out of that. Like one of the shows that I do, the Amethyst historical that I co-host with Charlie, um, we have talked about one of the things we want to start doing is taking Tarot into um, unexpected places. So we've talked about, like, getting a booth at the Folsom Street Fair, which if people (laughs) listening are not familiar with that, it's an annual annual fair in San Francisco that is geared towards, let us say, the leather and alternative community. Um, I'm familiar,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, but it's not the kind of place most people would think of walking by a booth offering tarot readings. You know, they might expect a booth where you could get spanked. (laughs) <laughs> or
2: that's you can
0: find funny. you know the, the the newest in nipple clamps, but
2: yeah, but a of lot course. of
0: people would but and I've even had people react to this because a lot of people would think well yeah but you know people there aren't going to want a reading or people that go to that aren't going to be interested in that kind of thing or you know isn't that going to just be kind of a weird atmosphere to be in a weird energy and I'm like well but that's exactly the reason to do it you know and so so and I just bring that up because it's kind of like what these cards are saying don't limit that imagination to where you think it's supposed to be or what you're supposed to do or the the familiar places that or ways that you would see approaching and promoting a business. Just right. just play with ideas because something may come out of it and you're like, you know, there's no reason not to take it to that kind of a thing. I would have never thought about that before if I had just been thinking of the more traditional places, ways, approaches, etc. that are taken. So that's what and it's that's calling for.
5: That's interesting because I'm not a traditional person at all. It's something that you said um, several moments ago. I was living in Los Angeles when I quite literally heard a voice telling me Alameda. And I didn't know anything about it, but to make the long story very short, that's where I ended up moving to. And I took a big, big, big risk and didn't have any uh, uh, game plan or anything. I just kind of got here and mm-hmm. eventually experimented, explored, did all these things until now it's like, okay, I'm narrowing, narrowing my focus and really want to launch myself with these services that I've built up over the years and actually, you know, trained for, et cetera. And I know, of course, it's a non-traditional path, so there are always going to be somebody objecting to that. I don't understand it. You know, you need to do something different, but no, this is me. This is me. Well,
0: (laughs) and I think think that the same thing is going to apply in the sense of it's not so much about having a game plan as it is about having a lot of really creative ideas and visions for what you want to do. And then the plan will start to emerge or the opportunities will start to come as, you know, out of that. But it's not because you, you planned it so much versus you allowed yourself to just vision and play and okay. experiment in the realm of creativity as to where and what you could do with this.
5: That makes sense. It's pretty much going back to, I guess, whatever intuitive voice led me here in the first place.
2: Right.
0: But I would also come yeah. back to not thinking it has to just be your own. You know, feel free to yeah, engage yeah. kind of that that play and that brainstorming and creative aspect that comes from having other people also bring their ideas to the mix, especially people that aren't necessarily doing the same thing that you're doing, but have all okay. sorts of different perspectives and, and approaches that they would bring to it. Because that allows for that slightly different way of thinking about or approaching things because they're not thinking of it in terms of the same thing that you're mm-hmm. doing.
5: That makes sense mm. okay, that's perspective. Thank you.
0: you're welcome, and I think the pages of wands may also indicate that one of the directions it goes or one of the places or environments or emphasis that it that your work takes may start to move towards children or be geared towards children in some way
2: mm.
0: um, and whether that means literally children in terms of their play and that kind of thing or people who need to reconnect with their inner child and that playfulness and that spark of creativity and fun about life rather than the seriousness of life that that seems to perhaps be kind of a overall direction that this may end up moving towards.
5: i see i mean i do have a daughter two and a half so you know that's one aspect but i could see um I could see helping with the inner child. I could see that with other people. Because I, I know that's something that I am reconnecting with my own self, so.
0: Yeah. And so the process you go through will probably inform the okay. the focus that you start to take or the kind of people or the kind of way that you offer your services. Um,
2: okay.
5: Oh. Wow. <laughs> so now that's the page of wands. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wow, on a motorcycle just brr.
0: more like All a night right. one. Um
5: Yeah. So hopefully yeah,
0: that, yeah. Hopefully that helped a little bit.
5: It did. It did. Thank you.
0: Good. Well thank you for calling in.
5: Okay. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. Enjoy the rest of the day. I will. All right. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be going to someone calling from area code 408. So if you're calling from area code 408, please be prepared because you will be next right after this.
1: L-I-V-E on-air readings with your Firefly Willows L-I-V-E hosts on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. Find out more at FireflyWillows.com.
0: And we're back. I'm sorry about that. We had a little bit of a power outage, so I had to do a quick reconnection and as soon as the internet connection came back up. So I do apologize for that little uh, break there where it was like, what's going on? What's happening? So we are back. This is Firefly Willows Live. This is our monthly call-in show that happens every fourth Sunday where you have the opportunity to call in and receive a reading live here on the air during the show from different Firefly Willows Live hosts as well as sometimes special guests. My name is Heisi, and I'm host of Revolution on the Second Sundays and the Amethyst Oracle on the Second Tuesdays. If you would like to get into the queue for a reading, you can Skype in or call 646-716-5510. So we are going to go to our next caller, and our next caller is calling from area code 408. Are you there, caller from 408? Hello? Hello. What's Hi. Your name and What's your name and where are you calling from?
4: I am from. My name is Delora. I'm from Santa Clara, California.
0: Welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in. What is it that we could look at for you today?
4: Um. Basically, my finances. I just want to see if it's going to improve. What do I need to do?
0: And what's the day and month of your birth? 5-26-1963. 526. Okay. So, I don't know if you were listening earlier in the show, but I use that to calculate a year number and a year card, which gives us the overall energy theme focus for a year. So, and when I say year, I mean birthday to birthday. So, okay. for you, so for you it goes from 526 to 526. Um So the number that you are in for this year is, let's see, 31, um, is you're in an 11 year. and 11 is a master number. Now, a master number can indicate that it's a year for things to go to the next level in some way um, or for us to take them to the next level. It can be a good year for education or going back to school in some way. Um, it's, it can be about implementing or starting something new, but it really is about starting something at a new level or in a new direction rather than something brand new. Um, so for example, if we look at finances within that, then it says we need to look at, is there something that I can do to move the finances to the next level rather than to start something new? So like if we had an in it's like a 401k or investments or something then it would mm-hmm. be saying how do i move that to the next level during this year not start a new 401k or you know something new so much as take what already exists and expand it or move it beyond where it's at right now um so that's in terms of finances that would just be in a general sense because 11 is also a number of balance so if we were talking about finances it'd be like looking at is how it's how I have my money invested, you know, balanced properly. Is my budgeting, my income and outflow of money mm-hmm. properly balanced? And if not, because what it really is saying is where there are areas of imbalance yeah. is where we need to focus our energy and attention during this year. So if our finances are out of balance. We need to look at what is causing the imbalance and how do I bring it back into balance? Do I need to budget more carefully? Do I need to cut back on some things? Do I need to, whatever it is that we need to do, but it's, it's finding that balance point. Um, and usually with balance, what most people don't want to look at is what they have to get rid of. <laughs> because if you think of like scales for a balance and you know they're, one is higher than the other because they're out of balance, most people look at the one that is higher and think, sorry about that. <laughs> the power came back on and now everything is starting back up magically. Um, okay. Uh, so if we have the scales that are about out of balance, most people focus on the, the scale that's higher and they think, okay, what do I need to put in that scale to make it heavier so that it balances with the other one? What most people don't want to look at is the scale that's lower and say, what do I need to get rid of? in order to lighten that scale so it comes back into balance. So pay attention not only to what do I need to do more of, but also what might need to be lessened or removed or taken away in order for a more financially balanced state to be able to come about. And that doesn't have to be drastic things necessarily. It could just be, you know, that we don't go get a Starbucks coffee every day, even though we think we need our coffee. (laughs) Um, But... Cutting that out every day and, you know, making coffee at home could end up saving us a significant amount. Uh, so it can be simple things like that. Um, but it does seem to be a year where we're the nice thing is it's a year where we may see things come into or able to come into balance more readily or more easily. So the ability to bring the finances into better balance may be easier to do during this year. Um, as long as we're willing to, part of what the 11 year is about is facing things in a objective, honest, and truthful way. So as long as we're willing to look at the finances in a very objective way, not in an emotional way, like, but I need my coffee, so I don't want to give that up. It's like, but maybe if I give that up and make coffee at home, I'll be okay, and therefore I'll save this money. So if we can look at things in that way, you'll probably uh-huh. find that balancing the financial situation will be a bit it won't be as difficult as it may have been previously, or as you may have feared that it would be. Okay. Um, So the cards that I've pulled that came up, actually, as we look forward into the future, both short term and long term, there's a really, really strong indication of things coming into, um, a much better state, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the the short-term came up as the Queen of Wands. The long-term came up as the King of Wands. So one thing that... So are you in a relationship right now?
7: No. no.
0: Okay. Um, so one thing that that could indicate... Because both of those cards indicate Sagittarius. So that would indicate that um, Sagittarius would be a particularly key time as to either when you could do something to bring your finances into better balance and improve them, Or you will find that if you start implementing things now, it will be around that time period that you would start to really see um, some exciting and um, motivating results around the, the steps that you have implemented for your finances. And Sagittarius is November 20th to December 20th. So by the end of the year, there seems to be an indication that you will be able to be in a stronger financial position and that if you start implementing things now, you will start to really see that coming to fruition or paying off by the end of the year.
2: Okay.
0: Um, and, uh, Also, because they're both wands, queen and king of wands, wands is also the the suit of career. So it could also show us that something significant either will happen or needs to happen in terms of your career in order to bring about that kind of financial shift. Um, Okay. I would pay attention to opportunities if you've been thinking about making a change of some sort. And here we could go back to that 11 because the change would be moving to the next level. Of something career-wise. So it's time to start focusing on how to move to the next level and whether that's I know like in big companies they have these like grades or something but it's like you know you're a grade six and now you can go to a grade seven and that opens up like a higher salary range or something like that or Mm -hmm. moving into from a member of the team to a more managerial position or Whatever it is, it's this is the year and this is the time to start making that shift, and that shift will play into being able to improve your financial situation. And wands, again, is fire, which is very fast, so it won't take very long once you put your focus and attention and energy to, into making that happen. So it'll probably happen quickly, and it'll happen quickly once you start doing it. <laughs> so, okay. like we could say it we could say it'll happen overnight, but that doesn't mean you'll wake up tomorrow and have a new job opportunity. It just means that once you start putting your focus and energy into making it happen, it will happen quickly um okay. and Queen of Wands and King of Wands wands is summer, so it says that's why now is the time to start doing this. Um, I would say if you heard me talking about the astrology just in general a little bit earlier. Um, opportunities and possibilities are really going to open up after mid-July. So you could use this time to start really formulating for yourself what that would mean, what represents that kind of move for you or that kind of upward shift in the career um, so that you can start thinking about where those opportunities would be, where you need to look, how you need to go about that. And then after mid-July, start really throwing your energy into making it happen, and you'll probably find opportunities opening up and the ability to expand and grow really increasing after that time and quickly. Okay.
6: Um,
0: that sounds good. Uh, the, so part of what's happening right now, I'm just now going to move backwards to the cards for right now. Um, okay. You know, the six, the six of Pentacles comes up. Um, reverse. Now, when that's reversed, it can show that there's more outflow than inflow. (laughs) Um, And it also shows that we're making too many compromises. So we need to... uh, Now, sometimes it can be a fear of compromise. Now, the fear of compromise could be, just to keep on the same example I had, could be, I'm not willing to give up my coffee because I think that I need it every morning to get through the day.
2: Mm -hmm. Here
0: it's saying, yeah, but that's costing you too much. And there are other ways to handle that that don't have to necessarily cost us as much or if anything. Therefore, let's not be afraid of some of those compromises but also Six of Pentacles sometimes can come up reversed when we make too many compromises and we help out too many people. We're, we're far too giving yeah. at our own expense yeah. and we need to cut out the willingness to give, give, give to the point that we don't have enough left for what we need. So mm-hmm. this is the opportunity to learn how to give what we're able to, and feel perfectly fine with that, rather than feeling guilty because we're not giving more. So if I have five hundred dollars in the bank, and my rent is four hundred dollars, and my friend just came and asked me for three hundred dollars for a loan for the next couple of months because they're in desperate situation, mm-hmm. this Six of Pentacles Reverse says we need to learn how to say I can loan you a hundred dollars they mm-hmm. may say but i need 300 be like well i can't give you 300 so either they accept what you have to offer cuz that's all that you have available or they decide i need 300 or nothing and you say okay then i guess you'll have to find somebody else but instead of you giving the 300 and then being $200 short for your rent
2: mm-hmm. you
0: either offer what you have or you don't give them anything so learn how to give according to your means rather than giving more than you have to the point that you then don't have enough for yourself for what you need. And that's going to also help the financial situation. Um, The reversed wheel card and the emperor come in there. So the nice thing about the reversed wheel card is it's kind of saying we're, we're at, think of the wheel. It's always spinning. It's the wheel of change. So The reversal says we've hit the bottom, and the only way things can go from here are up. So we've hit kind of the worst of the financial situation, and what we're going to start seeing and what we're able to start bringing about is the upward momentum of the financial situation, the improvement of the financial situation. But the wheel card reverse says the wheel of change is not left up to fate it says it's up to us to start spinning that wheel and making the changes that are necessary. So that can be how much we're giving and how much we're allowing to go out to other people because they keep, they keep saying they need it. And so we're always giving beyond our means. It could be about changing some of the things that we spend money on so that we're not, you know, nothing and no one is going to stop us from buying coffee at Starbucks except ourselves. Uh So we have to be the agent of change rather than waiting on something outside of us to change our financial situation for us, which can also go to going after some change in our career situation. Uh, And whether it's a new job someplace else or just that kind of advancement or something like that, but the opportunity is here. It's just now up to you to be the one who is setting the change in motion rather than waiting for change to happen. Okay. Which which plays to the Emperor card, because the Emperor card is about taking ownership and responsibility for my life and saying, the buck stops here, no pun intended, I suppose. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's time for you to move into a greater position of authority and decision-making and say, my life is mine to make it the way that I want it to be, and I have to stop handing off those duties and responsibilities to other people and other things. Just like a king who hands off all the responsibility to his prime minister and other ministers, and then people are complaining in the kingdom, and the king says, "Well, not my fault, but it really is because he's allowing other people to make the decisions rather than for him to make the decision himself so if you can start taking ownership of your financial situation, you will be able to start improving it quickly um, I okay. would also see because the the well the the emperor but also the queen and king of Wands being here um, It may be time, and and some people think that this is funny because they think that you have to have some ridiculous amount of money to be able to do this um, or for it to be of any help. It may be time to start thinking about having some sort of a financial advisor who Uh can help you to take more control over what's going on, but also has that knowledge to help you start making sense of the best way to accomplish the goals you have financially with, one, what you already have to work with right now, because they can identify how to better structure it, how to make the changes that are necessary for the goals that you have, and then how to move forward towards other goals that you have um, as well. So do you have a financial advisor right now?
7: No. Or, or,
0: Or anyone that you talk to or consult with? So now is the time to start thinking about doing that, because that will be someone who has that expertise to help you start structuring and understanding the best way to accomplish what you're trying to do so that you have greater control over making that happen rather than just kind of floundering about, hoping you can figure it out or that it'll just happen magically.
4: Mhm. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, thank you.
0: Sure. Hopefully that made sense.
4: Yeah, I did. I did a lot.
0: All right. Well, thanks for That's calling fun. in. All right. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. All right. So let's see what is waiting in the queue here. Um, I think just because there was one thing I needed to kind of sort out as a result of the little power outage, just going to take a quick break, but when I come back, Um, We're going to go to area code 954. So if you're calling from area code 954, not to worry. We're going to get to you momentarily. I just need to take care of a little technical issue as a result of the little power outage we had a few minutes ago. And we will be right back with you. All right. Thank you.
1: Air readings with your Firefly Willows live host on Firefly Willows live. Find out more at FireflyWillows.com.
0: Welcome back to Firefly Willows Live, our monthly call-in show on the fourth Sunday of each month. You can always get into the queue for a reading by Skyping in or calling 646-716-5510. And we offer this every fourth Sunday of the month, your opportunity to call in during the show and get a reading. Um, And also, since we have five Sundays this month, next Sunday we will be offering a second all uh, call-in show as well, so you'll have uh, an opportunity, or you can tell your friends that they have an opportunity to call in for a reading next Sunday as well, 10:30 at 10:30 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, my name is Hi C. I am host of Revolution on the second Sundays and the Amethyst Oracle on the second Tuesdays, and you can find out about Firefly Willows live at Facebook.com/slash Firefly Willows. You can find me at facebook.com slash high c or terohai cnet uh, especially if you are interested in contacting me regarding a private session. I would be happy to talk with you more about that. So we're going to go to our next caller, and that is someone who is calling from area code 954. Are you there, caller, from area code 954?
6: Yes, I am. My name is Lucy, and I would like to know if in the cards you see me moving out of state and if it's more prosperous in terms of my career.
0: Uh, Okay, so whether it's more prosperous career-wise for you to move out of the state or to stay where you are?
6: To stay, yes, exactly.
0: Okay. And where are you calling from? Florida. From Florida. All right. And what's the day and month of your birth? 10-19. 10-19. All right. So, so just based on that, so if you had heard earlier, but um, I use that to calculate a year number and a year card, and a year goes from birthday to birthday. And right. that can give us the overall energy-focused direction for a year. Um, If we were thinking of it just in terms of the moving aspect, uh, you're in an eight-year right now. After your birthday for next year, you'll move into a nine-year. Nine is a number of completion. So I would say that if there is a move that is going to happen or something that is about completing this phase of your career life and then moving to the next phase in some way, um, it will be next year that would be best for that kind of completion or closure to that phase. So, one, that may just say we're not going to necessarily try to rush it to make it happen in the next month. <laughs> um, right, right. But it, but as as you start to think about that, starts to look at next year as the time for bringing completion to this phase of your career to then set the stage for the next Um
6: Oh, I it, saw November. It,
0: would that be? Well, that's after your Monday birthday. We,
6: yes. Yeah. Right?
0: So, yeah. So, okay. so even if, even if you are moving towards that already, I would still not bring completion or ending to it, to where you're at now or what you're doing now until after right. your birthday. Um, oh, okay. But November, that would be okay. Cause it'd be like saying, okay, I'm already moving in that direction, but I'm not going to, leave where i'm at until after your birthday is basically what that would say. So it doesn't oh, mean you, could, okay. you, don't, you don't you don't have to like be doing nothing until then. Right. It just means <laughs> i i wouldn't i wouldn't you know it's like if i was going to go in and and give my resignation based on just the right. numbers i would say i mm-hmm. wouldn't go in and give my resignation until after your birthday. Exactly. At some at some point in the year after your birthday. You know it doesn't have to be the day after but You have a year to do that. But that's when I would focus on bringing an end to what is currently existing is during that nine year, which starts on your birthday in October. So in terms of the specific cards that came up, what is interesting is that... (laughs) <laughs> um so you know the the current situation the place that we start is the 3 of cups reversed and that says that where we're at or what we're surrounded by or what we're connected to no longer seems to hold very much fertility for us as, or or there's no longer really any connection or need to be connected to um so that can be indicating that making a move at some point is probably going to be much more beneficial for you than staying where you're at. Um, and and I will say, well staying where you're at, we're moving towards change because we go to the hero font card, which is the number five. Five is a number of change, especially in our external situations. This is in the position of the next one to three months. So it would say that we want to start focusing on change and how that change is going to take place and what we need to do to put that change into happening over the next few months. Um, The HeroFont card tends to be about structure and tradition and organization. Do you come from Florida? No. Okay, so you want to make sure that everything is very much structured and in place before leaving or changing your current situation. So know where you're going to go to and all of that kind of thing. Don't just, like, say, okay, I'm done here. I'm just going to go to Florida and see what happens. It's like kind of have a plan or have a structure in place in order to do that. That's followed by the Ten of Cups. Uh And the Ten of Cups can indicate to us the 10th month of the year. So there we have October. Ten is the end of a cycle because the numbers go one through ten and then we go back to the one. So there is that sense. uh, So we can look at that a couple of uh, ways. One, it could be indicating October as how long we want to stay in where we are currently. Two, it can represent ten months. So it could also indicate that it may take us approximately ten months to find the happiest, most satisfying um, situation for us to move to. And that would be 10 months from when you start the process. So if you've already started it, kind of think of when you started this process, and it would be approximately Mm -hmm. 10 months from that. You know, if you haven't started it yet, then when you do start it, it would take approximately 10 months. Um, Mm -hmm. And Ten of Cups would also indicate, well, it could indicate the next water sign or that during a water sign is the best time to do it. So the next water sign actually is going to be in that same time. The yeah, because it's Scorpio, which is October 20th okay. to November 20th. So and I guess
4: November.
0: <laughs> right. So I, well, I think that everything is pointing to, one, intuitively you already know what seems to be best for you, um, and you're having a sense of when that would be best as well. Two, it seems to keep pointing towards it's about moving into that new year, meaning after your birthday, that okay. creates the most auspicious conditions for you to be able to bring closure to this phase of your life and begin to move towards the new. The key thing with a nine-year, and this goes back to that hero font card, is we don't right. start the new until we have tied up all of the loose ends so that we don't have something that pulls us backwards as we start to move forward. So that's why you'd want to make sure everything is tied up, everything is done, everything is in place to move to before initiating.
6: Oh, I see. Can you see in the cards, does it tell you what I do? Like oh, no. Like in terms well, of my career.
0: Well, what are you doing now?
6: I'm in the arts. A nurse? No, no, no. No, I can never be a nurse. No. I'm in the arts. I'm an artist.
0: Oh oh in the arts.
6: No, sorry. I, I thought it was kinda of cute. <laughs> I could never be a nurse
0: so what what do you what are you thinking of painter, doing is there something is there something yeah. else that you want to do or were you thinking of going yeah. to florida but continuing to be a painter
6: no i'm in florida presently i will always be an artist it's just i want oh. to develop the business aspect of it that's all
0: so you're going to move out of florida sorry i thought you were moving to florida um, no,
6: no, no, no. I'm already here, but I love it. I mean, it's beautiful. But I went somewhere else, and I, I intuitively feel connected to that place. So I'm just curious if that place will be good for my artistic, in terms of and, business. You know? It, yes. Yes. And, and
0: and what was that place?
6: Uh, Nevada.
0: Okay. Well. The thing about Nevada is it's going to be extremely stimulating for your creative output. It will probably enhance and mature what you already do. Again, it's kind of like it's going to move it to even the next level. I would anticipate that you may even move into a position where you become something of a mentor or a teacher to others in their creative development and their artistic development. Um, oh, wow. that, would, that would especially be something to think about or to focus on if you go there as the um, direction to take or the thing to start to really develop. Um, because not only will you have something extremely valuable to offer others in their own creative development and artistic development, but also it will then move your own artistic expression to another level. Just like, when the student becomes the teacher, even as the teacher, exactly. they keep learning, but they can't keep being a student. It's that teaching process that actually moves them beyond the level they were able to achieve as a student. And that's kind of what we would see here. Taking on that role would, would elevate your own artistic expression.
2: Right. And
0: it's because you have moved into working with others and mentoring, teaching others in some way. Um, that would end up being how Nevada could become very beneficial for you. Um, I would also recommend not getting too settled in Nevada, but really what that says is perhaps don't think about buying right. in Nevada versus exactly. renting. Just rent. Because some of this is indicating we want to be kind of able to go with the flow and follow where the current of life takes us. You may move exactly. to Nevada, but it may be that you aren't just always there. I. Once you start mentoring or teaching, what you may find is you start to receive a lot of opportunities to go other places to lead workshops, to teach, to help people in some way. And that that ability to do so by not having to worry about, you know, a mortgage or being too tied to Uh, something in Nevada – um, is going to also be very, very helpful for you in being able to take full advantage of all of those opportunities. So
4: um, you that know, was
6: clear, yes. And you know what? Do you see? Because I see the same thing. I see like Nevada is going to open up even more of the spirituality. I think where you're getting the mentor, I think it has to do with the spirituality because I already mentor a lot of people. And, you know, like they want to know things like you do, except I do it even more intuitively.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, uh, are you still there? Hello?
6: Yes, can you hear me?
0: Oh, okay. There you are. You're back. (laughs)
6: No <laughs> oh, no he said there wasn't a force there, there was that's of,
2: right. so we overcame
0: we overcame the evil dark forces trying to come <laughs> oh, there
2: you um, go.
0: <laughs> well, yes, because the the king of cups is here, and an additional card was the queen of cups that I have pulled. those also point to the spiritual aspect of things, so not only would it be artistically elevating for you but also spiritually enhancing and elevating for you as well by making the move um <laughs> But I think that that's also going to lead to additional types or ways of mentoring and teaching for others because the King of Cups Mm -hmm. is kind of like the father figure and the Queen of Cups is the mother figure. So there's this sense of becoming the the surrogate parent in a spiritual and artistic way for others Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. as well as you perhaps finding a spiritual family or finding people that also provide that for you. Um, in My that place,
2: too. Spirit. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: right. So so that seems to be... And the fact that it's King of Cups, well, Queen of Pentacles reverse Queen of Cups, I would say that focusing on... Were you thinking that November is when you would move?
6: Yeah, and that's so strange because, you know, you said earlier about the structure, and I don't have anything structured, you know? I just for some reason intuitively November came to my head and now you just kind of confirmed that I don't know.
0: Well, I think that I think that starting now and spending the time to start creating that structure for, you know, the when, the where, the how and all that kind of thing. Um, yeah. doing that now, I think all of that will be uh will come come to full fruition or everything will start to come together in November. But oh, you I'm may sure. not but you may not move until spring.
6: Huh. Okay. Okay. I mean I'm open to it. I always believe like, you know, let the universe do I know what I want and then I let the universe do the how,
0: right? Right. Well um, and and, okay. and so and you you say that you have no structure, so I'm assuming you haven't done a lot to start putting this into place just yet.
6: No, I just came back a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And, uh, so, uh, so, there that's was the inspiration, right? So, if we go something in me. yep.
0: Right. So, if we go to the ten months that I, I was saying, um, mm-hmm. then that would say, let's say that you start. Let Let's just use July as when you start, since we're close to July. So, if we start mm-hmm. start creating the process and the structure in July, if we go ten months out from that, yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. That puts us into April. Oh, April. Oh, well, that's kind of interesting. That, that's, that's kind of interesting.
0: And that's, well, and that's spring.
6: Yes, exactly. And, and that and is if, when our lease goes up.
0: Ah, so that's yeah, going to work Yeah, out.
6: that's why I'm just validating for you that, that what you say, that, that makes sense, you know. Um, right. It, yes, yeah, interesting. Now, in this that you see, I see. Can you see that it would be um, business successful? Like, would it be well, I I, I that, viable business-wise?
0: Yes. I, I think that the, the connections you make and the more that you focus on being a mentor and a teacher to others, the more successful you're going to find. Because all of these cups coming up is this sense of, um, it, it's kind of, it, cups represents water. So it's the flow. So it it flows out of us and back to us and out of us and back to us. And what we don't want to do is we don't want to get in the way of the flow by trying to make it too much business or think about it too much or try to force it into a plan that we have. We want to go more with our instinct and intuition and we want to have more faith and trust in the flow of the universe. So the more you focus on making the connections and being that kind of a figure for other people, that's your. That's what's flowing out from you, the more that will flow back to you. Um, and, I, and I think it's probably because if you tried to overthink or overplan it, there's going to be all sorts of other opportunities and ways that this is going to come about that you wouldn't have well. thought of and you may be hesitant to take advantage of because you think you need to stay on track with the plan that you had come up with for what you thought was going to be successful business-wise. And right. we need to be much more relaxed and open to just going with where the current seems to be taking us rather than trying to paddle in the water because we're determined that we know how it should be happening. So right. it, it bodes well, but I think it's not saying so much about worrying uh, on the, the, the business side as it is right. this is the kind of focus to take and this is what flows out of you is what will then end up bringing what you need flowing back
2: to you.
6: Oh, yeah, that makes sense completely. Now, you said that you saw Nevada only co- perhaps as a transition place. Where do you see the regional well, of Yeah. Are well, you in I, California?
0: Yeah. Um,
6: oh, are you in San Francisco?
0: Well, I'm near San Francisco. I'm in oh, Menlo
6: yeah, Park. Oh, that was, oh, okay. I wanted, that, eventually that is where I wanted to go. In California, near San Francisco.
0: Well, when I said not to get too settled there, it was more this idea of not having anything that ties you down so much that you're not able to freely move about. Like if you were asked to go do a workshop here and come teach a class over there and, you know, that kind of thing, or come do a residency for two months over here or whatever we don't want mm-hmm. you worried about yeah but who's going to take care of the house or oh i have a mortgage so i can't be gone that long because i want to you know i don't want to get behind or oh, you know right, who's going right. to take care of the dog <laughs> who's going to water the plants yeah, exactly. you know and so to me that was more of not getting settled in in the sense of not being too tied to anything and like for example right. a, the, the like renting a place i would encourage renting places on a short term basis So do like month-to-month or a six-month lease rather than a year lease so that you always have that fluidity and that flexibility at regular Mm -hmm. intervals rather than being Mm -hmm. stuck or locked into something and having trouble dealing with that because now another opportunity has come and it wouldn't make sense to continue trying to be in that place for that long. Mm -hmm. So that that's what I meant by not getting too settled. And again, that flow, that current of life is going to gently move you towards where you need to be anyway. So let's not really worry about or focus on where you're going to go next and where you're going to end up and all that kind of stuff. Let's just relax in the inner tube and and go with the current because it's going to take us to the right place. It seems as if it's flowing to Nevada to where you just had your intuitive uh, instinct already kick in, at least for the short term. So that seems to be the best next place. And we're just going to allow it to be that and see what comes from that and then where that takes you rather than trying to figure it all out now.
6: That sounds wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. Okay? And have a great day.
0: You too. And just remember that once you start the process, it'll take about 10 months. So the sooner you start that yeah. process, the sooner that 10 months kicks in. But I think spring is a very auspicious time, and the fact your lease is up in April probably shows us that's what you want to use as your structure or your timeline for making this happen.
6: All right. Thank you so very much. I appreciate it. OK?
0: You are welcome. Enjoy the day.
6: OK. Thank you. You too. OK. All Bye. right.
0: Bye-bye. And that's going to bring us to the end of our show for today. I want to thank everybody for listening and especially thank everyone who called in for being willing to allow me to do a reading for you here, um, for others to hear as well. And as we always say, any reading you hear, whether for yourself or someone else, if you're hearing it, then there is something in it for you in the moment that you're hearing it. So thank you for being willing to not only receive your readings, but also to allow that information to be heard by whoever needs to hear it at whatever time they hear it, whether here on the show live or anytime in the archives, which you can always hear on Blog Talk Radio or on iTunes. Just search for Firefly Willows Live, and you can always find us there as a podcast to listen to or download. So thank you very much for listening. Again, my name is Hi C. You can find me on the second Sundays here on Blog Talk Radio, 10.30 a.m., Firefly Willows Live, for my show, Revolution. Or you can find me on the second Tuesdays for the Amethyst Oracle at 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, you can also contact me personally, if you would like, for a session individually. Find me at tarotbyhighc.net. You can email me, highc at or you can find me on Facebook and send a message there, which is just facebook.com slash sea. So thank you very much for listening. I want to wish everyone some amazing solstice blessings. Hopefully you will get out and about today, enjoy a bit of sun, sit by the pool, walk along the beach, and enjoy and make the most of today.
1: Thank you for joining us on today's Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. On-Air Readings Broadcast. If you would like to receive a personal reading from one of our hosts, you may contact them by visiting fireflywillows.com slash live slash hosts. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for our live on-air call-in show, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m.
4: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?